real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Hey, everybody. Welcome in on a Wednesday. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here. 1700, the champ. Uh, coming up a little bit, Ken Silverstein, Big Ten Conference Insider, will join us on the show. Trent, are you ready for a big turkey day tomorrow? That I am, Jimmy B, and this happens every three, four, five years. I get to see my team in the early window against the Lions. It happened yes. uh, a lot more prevalently back when uh, the Bears were a prevalent organization. But excited for that. We will, in fact, make uh, that'll be one of our five games we'll be picking coming up later on in the program today as Jimmy B put together yet another winning week. And now he is up to 37 and 22 against the spread. If you're betting a million dollars every time on Jim, you're up $15 million. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I don't think uh, anybody's doing that, but uh, thank you for that compliment. I, I appreciate that. And if you're betting uh, with look. me, you're losing money. That is for sure. <laughs> I have been awful. So we, we do things differently. Our, our three local programs here, each of us do it in a little di- different way. I, I like to yeah. spice it up. With Ken, we pick two college games, two pro games, and our game of the week. It can be either college or pro. We pick five games every week. We also pick five, Jim. But we always hit on Iowa, Iowa State, a couple of local NFL games, college games, whatever it may be. So we do it a little bit differently. But we pick the same five every week. And then during the drive with Wolfgang and myself in the afternoon from 4 until 6, we bet $1,000 of fake money every week, and that's the direction we go. So a little different wrinkle to each of our local shows here and how we uh, go out there and and throw my degenerate gambling uh, tips out uh, throughout the day. Am Am I secretariat compared to uh, the rest of you yahoos so far? You are. Well, Wolfgang had been before last week. He had been up. He was up like four weeks in $1,200. He was plus $1,200. Oh, okay. So he was doing really okay. well in terms of money. You and Ken were neck and neck. Ken had been on a really good start. He went one and four, though, last week. So on the overall 1700 the champ, the ledger, you are in first place, Jim Brinson. Secretariat. That would be me. That's okay, crazy. I'm good, pal. It's crazy. Yeah, you it is. you've got All things right. figured out. But uh, let's let's take a look here on the local front. Coming up here in, in about oh 25 minutes or so, we're going to see Iowa State back in action on the hardwood as they take on San Diego State in the fifth place matchup. And you know, Jim, the the difference between going to Maui, coming back two and one versus one and two, it, it's just monstrous for this team and what they're dealing with with the injuries and with the suspensions. A victory here, you walk away. Of course, they, they would love to have that Arizona game back and how it got away, gave up the double-digit lead in the second half. They'd love to have that back. But if they come back 2-1 and one with wins against Illinois, San Diego State, I mean, the taste in their mouth and, and the look going forward for this team, the rest of the non-conference, is a completely different one than if they would fall here to the Aztecs. I agree with you 100%. And people have to understand that your best player in Lindell Wigginton's not even on the court. He's still wearing that protective boot on his foot. So once they get him back and he plays himself back into basketball shape, this team is really going to have a totally different dynamic to it. Didn't I talk about yesterday on what they had to do and get the ball down low on the block? And Michael Jacobson delivered, not only in points, but also on the boards. And then when Horton got hot in the second half, that propelled Iowa State to sort of run away and hide then from the fighting Illini. But Trent, 
they it is so important for this team, meaning Iowa State, to understand that you do not need to play, as you like to call it, hero ball, mm-hmm. and start trading three-pointers with a team when you have the lead. Don't get out of your offensive uh, sets. Stay in that set, particularly when you got a legit 6'9", 230-pound guy down there who can score for you on the block, and he is consistent. So I'm sure that head coach Steve Prohm hammered that into their heads uh, as they prepared to play Illinois yesterday. And once again, they'll go back, they'll look at that tape, and he'll once again say, look, let's go down low. Mm -hmm. If they collapse, kick out, shoot your open jumper. If they don't collapse, Jake, you take it to the hole. And from that aspect, it worked out great for them. It it really did, and early on, that wasn't what we saw from them. Uh, Jacobson, I think... There was like four minutes left in the first half. He had one shot attempt. They they weren't going to him early, and they finally did. Late in the first half and throughout the second half, it was him. It was Taylor Horton Tucker and the high level that he continues to play at. Jimmy B, we've both been Jacobson fans, and we talked about that last season as he was sitting out. Just our expectations were really high. I think, though, for many people, he's exceeded the expectations that they had on him. Taylor Horton Tucker comes in, highest-ranked guy out of that recruiting class. He was a top-50 player, but I think he's exceeded expectations at this point. He had hype, and he has delivered certainly on that. These two guys, uh, when you got those two pieces and what we knew they were going to have with Shayok, and Shayok has been, as advertised, a guy that can score at a high, high level. And you welcome back Wington. And if you get Cam Lard back and you get Tally back and you get Young back off and, and on and on and on, this team has a chance to not just be good enough to go out there and get back to an NCAA tournament. Jim, this was something that I, I was completely surprised by throughout the offseason as top 25s would come out and you'd see rankings and you'd see brackets and projecting forward. I was so much higher on this Iowa State team than nationally I think this team has a chance to be in the top three of the Big 12. I think this team has a chance to be a Sweet 16-plus type of team. There's that much talent on the roster. The difficult part, though, for Steve Prohm is how are you going to meld these parts together now as they come back at different times? That's something to keep an eye on, and I think it's going to be a difficult aspect overall for Prohm. I, I think that's an excellent point that you just made. He is going to have to try to uh, work those guys in sensibly. I, I think that he will. I think eventually they'll figure it out. But Wigington is the key because he changes the entire dynamic on the court with his ability to handle and slash to the basket and score from the outside, his ability to create, getting into the lane, and then maybe dishing for an easy dunk by Jacobson or someone else who's down there low on the block, if Young is there or Lard. I I just think that this team, meaning Iowa State once again, has guys that can fit in, not attempt to play hero ball, understand what's at stake, and then understand how good they can really be if they can turn into a cohesive unit uh, in January, February, and then, of course, uh, heading into March, Trent. This team has talent from top to bottom, and they have big guys, in-between guys, and shorter guys that can run and gun on the outside as well. And they can defend. So from that aspect, I think you hit the nail on the head. 
I think that this team, if indeed they get all of the pieces back and they are melded together by the time you get into mid-January, dangerous. Very, very dangerous this team can be. So, Jim, today with San Diego State, a team much like Iowa State that doesn't have a ton of depth as the Cyclones are currently constructed. So I don't think this is going to be one where you worry playing your third game in three days that one team is going to be more gas than the other. I don't think there's any advantage on either side because of that one. Not a huge San Diego State team. They're not real big. Their big guy, their tallest guy, Jalen McDaniels, the guy's a string bean. He's 6'10" weighs 195 pounds so another opportunity here get Jacobson and do it early get him involved right away and uh, get get on top of this team I think they're better than San Diego State San Diego State was a tournament team last year and as they're going through the transition now you're number two of Brian Dutcher taking over for Steve Fisher it was great seeing Fish though in the stands and seeing him there in Maui as they showed him the last couple of games I mean think of San Diego State basketball before he got there and do you realize in year number one they went 0-14 to Steve Fisher in conference play in the Mountain West. They were 0-14 in conference play. How quickly he got things turned around, got them to the tournament by the third year, and, and a perennial team in the NCAA tournament under Steve Fisher. And that guy could coach just a little bit. Uh, I'd say just a little bit. I think that he knew exactly what he was doing when the uh, lights went on and you walked out onto the hardwood. Absolutely. The, the guy was a, a basketball savant. And having the opportunity not only to live in paradise, which is San Diego, uh, but to do what he did over that stretch at a school that their basketball team had been putrid for years. uh, And then he turned them into a legitimate power on the West Coast and a perennial uh, March Madness team. Uh, It was an incredible coaching run by Steve Fisher when he got to San Diego State. Before he got there, the last time they'd even won 20 games in a season was 1984-85. Coached by, how about this? You might remember this name. I have no idea. Smokey Gaines. Do you know anything about Smokey Gaines? Uh, Is he Smokey? I don't know. I don't know anything about Smokey Gaines. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing rings a bell. All right, I I, I I hit on his Wikipedia page here. He yeah. uh, retired a basketball coach after his playing days, which included a four-year stint with the Harlem Globetrotters. He attended, oh. uh, let's see, he, he played three games in the ABA with the Kentucky Colonels, but he was okay. the head coach at Detroit Mercy before going to San Diego State. He replaced Dick Vitale at Detroit Back in the day, Detroit. I was I was just going to say that. Yes, now that now it comes back to me that he was the guy who replaced Vital when Vital got fired. Yeah, and uh, he coached, and the rest they say is history for Vital. Coach Tony Gwynn, when he played both basketball and baseball, obviously at San Diego State, and also Michael Cage, Coach Michael Cage, uh, in his collegiate days at San Diego State. So uh, there you go. Only place in Des Moines you're going to get Smokey Gaines knowledge. <laughs> right here, Jimmy B and TC. All right, let's bring it back to the local front, Jim. Let's go from some basketball. Iowa also in action tonight against uh, Tomato Can. They get Alabama State. Hawkeyes yeah, favored really, by 27 yeah. and a half there. Drake, yeah. they're playing down at UMKC against the Ruse in that matchup. Let's get to the football that we're looking for this weekend. Iowa State, K-State, Farmageddon, and you get the Heroes game with Iowa, Nebraska. Of those two, which mm-hmm. interests you more this weekend, Jim? Um, 
I, I guess because it is the uh, the border war or whatever they're ca- is it still the heroes game? Yep. Do yep. they still call it that? Oh, okay. I mean, because you can't keep track, everything changes. Um, I suppose that game. I'm glad that one's uh, morning and the other one's evening. That way, I can you know don't have to watch them both at the same time. So that's nice. Well, they're on two different days, Jim. How about that? Well, that's that's right. You're right about that. I forgot. Yes, they play. They play Friday. Iowa does, and then Saturday night is is Iowa State and K State. Thank you. Um, I just I'm not overly excited. I I guess because Nebraska was so bad, even though that they have improved uh, under Scott Frost the last few games, and Iowa's season is. And this will sound crazy. Because they should win this game and finish eight and four, but it's kind of like, all right, okay, you went eight and four when there was so much more that could have been accomplished and it was sitting right there for them and they gagged on it so bad. So I, I should I should be much more excited about that game and the K State game. Is that Bill Snyder's last game? You think so? Ah, I, I it's so I, difficult to get a read. It really is. And we continue to hear the speculation. He wants his son to take over. Right. And Glenn Taylor down there, the athletic director, is certainly balking at that, which you can understand. I mean, wanting to bring in your own guy, that makes perfect sense. I I get it. But you got that aspect of it. I really don't know, Jim. I I don't have a great read on it. Yeah, I I don't either. And now that Iowa State will play Drake in their final game, um Look, they're, they're both going to go to bowls, and that's great for the fan base. Uh, I think the Iowa State fan base will be much more excited about whatever bowl they get than the Iowa fan base will, uh, just because, like I said before, there was so much more they believe that uh, should have been accomplished and wasn't. So I, I it's it's not a it's not like man oh man these these are two monster games I, I'm like I gotta I gotta make sure I'm there for both I mean we we gotta make sure that we don't miss a down for Iowa Nebraska and for K State Iowa State for some reason Trent I, I'm just not like that I'm going to do my job and watch them but I'm like not overly excited about it Am I wrong for that No I mean they're just there's not a ton on the line. For, yeah. for either team, you know, for Iowa, it might be the difference between going to so- Southern California and San Diego and Santa Clara for a bowl destination, eight and four and seven and five. For Iowa State, they already have their seven victories and, and they're already bowl eligible. You know, they're fine there. Speaking of Iowa State, though, Jim, uh, I've talked about it a couple of times. It happened right as I was taking the air yesterday at four o'clock. Iowa State, no more incarnate word. It's now Drake. Your reaction yeah. when you you found out the news yesterday on that? Well, I, we thought that there might be a problem with Incarnate Word since they uh, had made the uh, FCS playoffs. So, and, and good for them. Um, look, I they were they were going to pound Incarnate Word, uh, and now they're just going to pound Drake. I, I think it's great for Drake. Get a chance to play that game. Get a chance to go up to Ames and play in a 65-seat stadium and enjoy it for what it is and the money that's involved and the money stays in the state. I like that a lot. 
but it, it, it is it is it is what it is. You're going to see in the second half the second, third, and fourth teamers for Iowa State, you know, get some playing time. And from that aspect, that'll be great. And for Drake, uh, it's an opportunity to go play in a in a D1 stadium and and have the the time of your life. And it won't matter if you lose by 20 or 30. It, it doesn't. It, it won't matter. It's the opportunity to go and have that, that chance to play in an atmosphere that is something that those kids don't get a chance to really play in, Trent. Jim, I, I, I for Drake, great. They get the check. Hopefully nobody gets hurt. I mean, all well and good yep. there. That's fine. What, what's the motivation for Iowa State here? What's really well, the motivation? None. But they just want to have. They just. They just. They just want to have, have an eighth victory game. because it never happens there. Yeah. They. They want to make some money on this. They don't want to give refunds. It just. I don't get it. I. I don't get what the motivation is. Why put your team through this exercise in December, snowy, cold, Jack Trice Could Stadium be. against a non-scholarship yeah. FCS program? I want to know the real motivation, not not what's put out in a press release. I want to know the real motivation behind this. Does Matt Campbell, does he have a bonus that, that he goes up and he makes money if he gets an eighth victory? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't I know what it is. Going. Okay. But yeah. I, I want to know what the real motivation is because I'm struggling to wrap my mind around this. You're already bowl eligible. There's, it wouldn't count towards yeah. bowl, bowl eligibility anyway since they're a non-scholarship program. But that's the thing that I'm really struggling with and, and trying to wrap my mind around. Jim, with that, we got to take a break. we got Ken Silverstein coming up. We'll preview Iowa-Nebraska with him. Of course, the game, Ohio State-Michigan, a whole lot on that. Speculation about Urban Meyer and a whole lot more. We continue, Jimmy B and TC on 1700 The Champ. 1700 The Champ with the DA Show. Every weekday from 8 to 11 a.m. Damon Amadalora keeping it real with a twist. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us? make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515-809-2356. And as always, thank you for your support. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll Find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10 year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and DC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Jimmy B and TC continues 1700 the champ. Jim Princeton, Trent Conant with you as we get ready for Turkey Day tomorrow. Joining us right now, he's our Big Ten Conference insider from Ohio. He has Ken Silverstein. Ken, good afternoon. Good afternoon, boys. Gobble, gobble to everybody. Yes, Turkey Day upon us. We'll get, of course, the triple header of NFL action. We'll have the call for all three of those games here on 1700 The Champ with our Westwood One coverage. But, Ken, we're not here to talk the NFL. We're not here to talk Bengals-Browns over the weekend. No, we're here to talk Big Ten football. Let's start with the game, the rivalry, the intrigue, and it is mighty. The Big Ten East title on the line. This is something that... 
when they invited Nebraska and they went to two divisions. This is what they wanted. They wanted this game to matter. They wanted this to decide a division. Unfortunately for Jim Delaney and the Big Ten, it hasn't happened very often, but this is what they envision. What a matchup with the Buckeyes and Wolverines. Well, both uh, in the top ten, number four for Michigan, number ten for Ohio State, both ten and one. Obviously, Michigan alone lost, which now feels like eons ago. It almost feels like uh, a couple lifetimes ago uh, against Notre Dame and then Ohio State, uh, a clunker, more than a clunker, against Purdue on a on national TV uh, night game in West Lafayette. These are, all right, we could do hours upon this. I'm going to try to make it as concise as possible. This thing has been flipped, and there, there are many reasons for it. Um, I think, number one, Shea Patterson, obviously, I think, is a major difference. Now, I'm not going to tell you or anybody else. I think Shea Patterson's the second coming of whomever you think is an elite quarterback now, mm-hmm. whomever you think is an elite quarterback for the NFL down the road. He's not. It's just not his game. To me, he's, he's Trace McSorley. I'm not even sure he's as good as Trace McSorley because I've seen Trace McSorley do it year in, year out. But if I was going to compare him to somebody in the Big Ten, they're about the same size. Patterson may have a little better arm. I think McSorley's a better runner, per se. I think the numbers will not dispute that. So I think the difference in why Michigan is Michigan and ranked fourth is Shea Patterson. One, because it's the most important position on the field. And two, his numbers have been better than anything they've had in many, 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 many years at that obviously very important position. On the other side of the ball, the loss of Nick Bosa has been just uh, impossible to deal with. Uh, he's going to be, if not the first pick, he will be either the second or third pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, and I don't care. Maybe Alabama, maybe Clemson could afford to lose their best defensive player by far and be able not to miss a beat. Maybe. I don't know. Depends on the year. As good as Ohio State's been and as good as they recruit, number two in the country the last two years, they haven't been able to replace them, and that has been a major, major problem for them, and it's going to be a major problem Saturday because the Bosa types are the kind of guys that make a play that's the difference in winning and losing so Patterson has propelled Michigan to number four with everything else being equal the loss of Bosa to the NFL draft coming up in what five six months whatever the date might be Mm -hmm. has been just a crusher uh, for Ohio State and I don't see um, I don't see those two factors changing a whole bunch come Saturday at about 11 o'clock uh, Central Time. Talking right now with Ken Silverstein, taking a look at the Big Ten matchups and, of course, Ohio State and Michigan at the forefront of things. Ken, as you look at this game, you look at both sides of the football, the importance for Jim Harbaugh, uh, the getting over the hump here, getting this victory in a game where it does feel like he has the better football team. If you watch these teams over the last couple of months, that is very important. What would a loss do to the perception of Jim Harbaugh? Big killer. Big killer. He cannot lose this game. This is his, this is really his shot. Okay. He has a senior laden football team. He's got to win this game. He's got to win this game. If he doesn't, he is in a lot of trouble. 
because if he doesn't do it now, I don't know when he's going to do it. I just don't know when he's going to do it. Um, Patterson, there's rumors he may go to the NFL. I think it's a mistake because I don't think Shane Patterson's an NFL quarterback, but somebody's whispering in his ear, uh, more than one or one individual, that he may be NFL bound. Um, now, th- th- this is it. All the stars are aligned. They are aligned. He's, he's got everything he needs. And if he doesn't outthink it, which he has a tendency to do in big games, particularly against Ohio State over the last few years, this is it. He's favored. He should be favored. I can make an argument. I don't think the spread's big enough. I think spread should be about seven or more. But the last time I looked, it's at four and a half. Trent, you can update me. If it's moved, um, last time I looked, it was 4.5, 4.5. So this one is a lot more important to his situation than it would be to Urban Meyer, who has never lost to the likes of Michigan, and better yet, has never lost to Jim Harbaugh. And uh, the line, yeah, four and a half, a couple of fives popping up yeah. uh, in yeah. Vegas right now. All right, take it away, Jim. All right, uh, with that, Ken, let's get to Urban Meyer. Uh, On the sideline, distraught, out of sorts. The the rumors are, once again, he's not healthy again. Uh, Your thoughts on that, and is he done at the end of this season? And I don't know, Jim. I I just don't know what's going to happen, and I don't think anybody else does. I know there was a piece the other day by... um, Pete Thamel, who is very close to Urban, and when I've read it like two, three times, it was very uniquely written uh, where you could almost paint a couple different scenarios. So one way you could look at that article was that Pete, who at times has been accused as being a quote-unquote mouthpiece for Urban, um, and there is a very tight relationship between the two over all these Years and I don't think there's anybody in the business that is closer to Urban Meyer than Pete. That uh, that is setting the stage for him to walk away, retire, never coach again. And I do believe that part of it. He, if he leaves, he ain't going anywhere else. Okay, this is this is his job. He's an Ohio guy. Um, no, I don't think he's ever going to go to the NFL. He's not going to go to USC or Colorado or anything, you know, where there may be an opening. Colorado does have an opening, and I think USC will have one here in the next few days to a week or so. So uh, you can read the tea leaves that way. You can also read the tea leaves, and this wouldn't shock me, where after Saturday's game, assuming Ohio State loses, and I assume you're going to ask me for a prediction, so I'm going to hold on that for the moment. Assuming they lose, Okay, which means obviously they don't play Northwestern. Michigan obviously would advance. Ohio State would most likely go to the Rose Bowl to take on, we'll assume Washington State. they they got to beat Washington and they got to beat Utah. But let's assume it's um, WSU, okay, Mike Leach and the boys. Um, I could see him taking a leave of absence possibly, having a procedure done very quietly. Nobody would know what day it was done. Nobody would know where it's done, okay? I know the name of the doctor. I know who he is, but the doctor ain't going to respond. I can tell you that for the most part, particularly with HIPAA laws and so forth. So um, that wouldn't surprise me. Ryan Day most likely would be named interim coach for the bowl game. 
and then a decision would be made after, let's assume, the Rose Bowl on, one, how well the procedure went, does he want to continue, and if he doesn't, do they hire Bob Stoops, do they host coach, do they uh, grab Coach Campbell out of Iowa State, or do they hire somebody else? Uh, they will be, uh, obviously, it's a very, very, very attractive job. One of, arguably, I think one of the three best jobs, five best jobs in the country on the collegiate side. So there will be all kinds of candidates. Both, I think even some NFL people might want to take a flyer on it. But that's getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here. I think that's an alternative. And door number three would be that because of the physical uh, condition that he finds himself in, that he would walk away and then they would be pursuing whomever uh, as a head coach. And I'll say again, Coach Campbell will be on the short list. There is no doubt in my mind. Everything that I've been told, I'm not saying he's going to get the job. I'm not even saying he'd want the job. I have no idea. I'm not talking about it. But he will be on the short list, as I think Coach Stoops will be. Um, I think it, let's put it this way. You've asked me before. I'll say it again. If Bob Stoops wants the job, and I don't know if he does because he's been retired now for a couple of years, I think, I think that's what I would do. Okay? But I don't know if he wants to get back into it. And if he does, I think he would be a very, very viable candidate. But, again, I don't know. He may be enjoying retirement. I doubt he needs the money. But we'll see. But a lot's going to be happening here in the next. Plus, you got recruiting, okay? So there's a lot going on. This is not real simplistic. Ken, what do we see on Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time, noon Eastern, your prediction? I think the spread's whacked. I think Michigan's going to win. Uh, I've been doing this 20 years covering Big Ten, Ohio State, and everybody else, and the other 13 teams in this conference right now. And I have never felt more confident of a Michigan win. Um, is this the best Michigan team I've ever seen? No, no, it's not. I mean, you got to go back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, and so forth. But they're better than Ohio State right now. I'm concerned Ohio State starting left tackle may not because of an injury in Thayer Munford. They're going to possibly have to go with a backup and against the pressure and the blitz that Michigan will throw. You do not want to back up left tackle, okay? Um, so I think, I think the spread is too, um, too weak, not enough. Uh, score, mm, I'm going to go 31-21 uh, Michigan. I will also say this, knowing Harbaugh, if he has a chance to run it up, he's going to run it up. Now, <laughs> do I think that's a smart move? No, I don't think that's a smart move, but I think he's going to do it. I think he'll pay for it years down the road for doing it, but I think Harbaugh will try to run it up. Um, we'll see if he's able to do that. I got him, I got him winning by 10, 31-21. I think it'll be close within like three, four points, mid-third quarter, and then I think Michigan will start to, quote, quote, pull away a little bit. Ken Silverstein is our guest, Jimmy B and TC, 1700, the champ. Overall, uh, how, how would you rate, then, this kind of year for the Big Ten in football? It's not, it's not the best year by any stretch of the imagination. Wisconsin's been a, a, a disappointment. I think Penn State's been a disappointment. I think Michigan State's been a disappointment. I think if we flash back to September, late August, I think I was a little bit of a, a disappointment because mm-hmm. of their schedule. I thought I thought they could yeah. win at least ten games. They're not going to do that, obviously. 
So those roll off my tongue in no particular order as disappointments. Um, the positives would be Michigan outside of losing the one game. Um, Purdue obviously had some moments. Uh, Jeff Brom, obviously the win against Ohio State Northwestern is a nice story, even with the four losses, only having the one loss in conference. And anybody else jump out at me? No, that's about it. So I think it's, I think it's kind of a hodgepodge. Um, I think Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin particularly being down or slightly down for expectations, I think is what's dragged it down a little bit. I don't know if you guys buy that or not, but that's just what pops into my head at this point. Yeah, and kind of the middle depth that has been there has hurt some of those teams. And, you know, if it was a year where you had four or five awful teams at the bottom, that helps because you're able to throttle those teams and you pile up the wins. But when you're beating up on each other and that's how you get a Penn State that, that's sitting right now, at eight and three, and a little bit of a disappointment. In Iowa coming in at seven and four, and those kind of things. Uh, I, I get it. I, I completely get it. The good news, though, is uh, as we start to turn the tide and look forward to basketball, mm-hmm. the hoops after a disastrous year last year, off to a wonderful start this season. Yeah, they really are. I mean, the whole conference. And again, we've only you know what I think most anybody's played is five games at this point. So we got a long way to go in conference plays, obviously still down the road, and I, and I think you're honest, and I think um, what you saw in football, I think you're definitely going to see in hoops. I think you're going to see a lot of teams just beating up on each other, and I guess there's two sides of that coin. One, it shows depth, which may help for March Madness. At the same time, you know, if the Michigan States or the Michigans and and, uh, and others who are usually Purdue, let's say, who have been perennial powers, let's say, the last, I don't know, three, five years or more, if they're taking on three, let's say three or so losses in conference play, you can make an argument that, you know, maybe that hurts the conference also. That can be debated for a long, long time in regards to um, the strength of the conference. But everybody, what well, Illinois is up to a dubious start at one and three, but everybody else has got at least three wins. Most have four, and you got one, two, three, I think three, yeah. You got three teams that are, have five wins. And uh, you got Iowa at four and zero. You got Ohio State that surprised some people off to a fast start at five and zero. You have um, the Golden Gophers are four and zero. Michigan, no surprise, is off to a very nice stop. Indiana has only got uh, the one loss, and uh, the young man Langford is going to be one hell of a player. Yes, he is. Uh, Hoosier fans don't expect him to be around for year two <laughs> or three. He is NBA bound. He will be a top ten pick, if not higher than that, depending on how he plays for the rest of the year. So. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a really good year. Um, and I think um, I, I could see three losses um, being good enough to win. Uh, I don't, any more than that would be really surprising. But well, remember, I, I Ken, remember though, Ken, 20 conference games this year in this league, yes. I don't see anybody getting to 17 and three. I think 16 and four does it. Ooh, we, all right. Well, yeah. I'm, we I might mean, be 15 we're, we're, and five. I mean, the, the depth that we have seen. 15-5 and five might be good enough to at least get you a share of a regular season title. Well, maybe one way of looking at it. If you look at the worst team in football, and by far that's Rutgers. Nobody will ever dispute that at this point. 0-8 and, and what, 1-10, and 10, and they're going to be 1-11 and 11, uh, come late Saturday afternoon when they lose another game. Hello, Chris Ash. Good luck to you. If you look at the Rutgers basketball program, and I watched a little bit of the last couple of games that have been on BTN, and I've, 
I've caught a little bit. Uh, you can tell I have no life if I'm watching Rutgers Hoop. Okay, <laughs> you're here to me. Uh, i got to get a life. Um, they're not Rutgers football. Now, no, they're not going to win this conference, and I don't even think they're going to be middle of the pack. But their basketball is further along than their football. And so if you assume that Rutgers is the worst team in football and you say that their basketball program is better, and it is, then it's debate how much better. And you try to find out, all right, well, who are the weaklings in this conference? Well, if you look at it right now, you say Illinois, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case when the season is over. I don't, Trent Frazier's I, good. Trent Frazier's yeah, good. I don't, I, yeah, I don't see Illinois being terrible. Okay, now, could they be just a 500 club? Yeah, I guess that, that could happen. But if you're 500, and I mean overall record, I don't mean 500 in conference, uh, that still means you're, you're, you're not terrible. So I think the argument, and I think it's a good one right now, is that the conference from a basketball perspective right now um, is really, really solid. And then, then you start thinking, well, how many teams can make it? Well, it's so early, but you know Michigan's going to be there. You know Michigan State's going to be there. Um, I think IU is going to be there. That's three. What I've seen in Nebraska, I like. What I've seen glimpses of Iowa I, I like, so that's about five deep. Um, I don't know. I think Ohio State's really young, but they're off to a nice start. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Chris Holtman can flat-out coach. I can tell you that. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, you, and Jim are very excited, I think, in general, that this is going to be uh, not only very competitive in the Big Ten, I think it's going to be night in, night out. Uh, you're going to see some upsets and then later on go, well, maybe that wasn't and upset when you look in the rearview mirror. Ken, always good to catch up with you, pal. Happy Turkey Day to you and yours, and uh, we will talk to you again next week. Yeah, we'll talk next Thursday. We will know uh, it'll be at the eve of the Big Ten Championship game. We'll know that Northwestern obviously is there. Wow, what a shocker. That is kudos to Pat Fitzgerald and uh, their guys. And we'll know uh, whether it's uh, Michigan or Ohio State. And again, I got Michigan winning by 10, so We'll see. We'll talk to you next Thursday, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ken Silverstein, joining us. Jim, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, time for our weekly picks. Brinson looks to continue his winning ways. We'll do it next as we continue. It's Jimmy B and TC. 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. 
No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November. But not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my yes member sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade. Say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past. Get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during yes member. Don't let the others tell you no. We're giving bad credit the bird. <laughs> my one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter. Because we're on a roll, baby. We take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you. So say yes to a nicer newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker. Say yes even if you've heard no in the past. But hurry, this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer newer car. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. 
If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now. 264-1700. Big Sports on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is our big segment before Turkey Day. Uh, it is our pick segment. Uh, Trent, this has been kind of a bumpy ride for you. I did not start off well, and then all of a sudden, partner, I have really caught fire. My feet are on fire. I'm running away from everybody. So, as you know, Jim, of course, Lee Sterling still joins me during drive time. Have you been calling Lee up for advice? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> because he's been doing well, as I know he has. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Lee will be joining us in the 5 o'clock hour today. Is that what it is? Because there's no way you're doing this on your own, Brinson. There's no way. I'm putting in my 38 seconds of preparatory work on all the picks that you give me. So once again, I have done that. Are you ready to go? Because I'm going to pick winners for everybody here on Thanksgiving Eve. I'm thankful for you handing out winners because I can't help at all. Let's get into <laughs> it here. Starting up with game number one, K-State making their way from Manhattan up to Ames to take on the Cyclones. And Iowa State installed a two-touchdown favorite in this football game. Jimmy B, what do you got? Clones and Wildcats. Uh, look, I on a normal game, I would take Iowa State. Uh, but after what I saw what Texas did, and I saw Brock Purdy get out of sorts a little, little bit more, I'm sure that that's going to be the video that was looked at by Bill Snyder and his assistant coaches. And I have a feeling, too, that they will scheme accordingly. Iowa State wins this game, but Trent, I'm going to take Kansas State, and I'm going to grab the points, the two touchdowns. All right, Jimmy B going with the Wildcats. He'll grab the 13 and the hook in pick number one. Well, my only way to get back into this contest is start fading Jimmy B, which has been a terrible proposition over the last two months. I'll do it here. Give me the Cyclones. I'll lay the 13 and a half, and I don't feel very good about it. Let's go to game number two, Black Friday, the Hawkeyes. A nine-and-a-half point favorite against Nebraska. Jimmy B., I do have a better feeling in this game, so I'll go first. I think Iowa throttles them. Iowa's a lot better football team. I understand Nebraska. Hey, they only gave up six points last week. They did it against a Michigan State offense that is completely depleted, that has no weapons, that has nothing on the outside, that was playing a freshman quarterback in Rocky Lombardi, and it was a snowstorm. Let's slow down here and rehanded out those black shirts on the defense. Iowa's better. Iowa bounced back last week. They win this game. They cover the 9.5. Give me the Hawkeyes. God, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I agree with you. Mm. I, I think Iowa beats them up at home. Um, they win by a couple of touchdowns. And Look, I think Nebraska will score, but if Iowa plays the, the game scheme that they played against Illinois, like throw the ball to the two tight ends, who will be NFL draft picks if they both decide to come out? 
utilize those big guys, then they should win this game going away. So I'm with you. I will give the nine and a half, and I will take Iowa. All right, let's go to the game. Michigan-Ohio State point spread has moved since I send you the uh, numbers a little bit earlier, Jimmy B. Wolverines now favored by four and a half. I don't know if that's going to influence you at all. I'm still laying the points here. Michigan's a lot better football team. Unless this thing is close uh, late in the game, then Ohio State, I think the difference will be there. I think Michigan wins this by a couple of scores. Ken said earlier, Ken Silverstein, when he joined us by 10, I think it's even more than that. Big. 31-10. Give me the Wolverines. I don't know if it'll be quite like that, these rivalry games. I mean, look, we even both believe that if Hardball has a chance to run it up, he will. Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, I don't blame him for that. Uh, But I think it won't be like that. I think it'll still be a close game. But I think Michigan is better, particularly defensively. And they will have the ability to force Ohio State into making mistakes. And who knows, they might get two defensive touchdowns in this game uh, against uh, the Buckeyes. So I'm going to take Michigan just like you. All right, we're both on the Wolverines. We'll lay the four and a half. To the NFL, we start on Turkey Day. Mitchell Trubisky woke up sore today. Doesn't look like he's going to play. Even before that, Jim, though, you know I did not have a great feeling about this football game. Currently, the point spread is three. I'll grab the three points with the Lions. I think that thing is going to continue to dwindle. If you're liking the Lions like I am, jump on it now because that thing will keep trending the opposite direction. Might be by two and a half, two before kickoff, 1130 tomorrow. You can hear the game here on 1700, the champ. Give me the Lions plus the three. Uh, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not sold on an injured quarterback. I don't even know who the backup is. Who's the backup? The guy who wears the ball cap and carries the clipboard. Who would they go with? It's Chase Daniels. Chase Daniel is the backup quarterback. I was talking about him earlier. He, he's a well-paid backup, and he's played he well is. in spots. So I'm, I'm already hearing the speculation that Daniel's going to come in there, play really well, and completely change things. But yeah, Chase Daniel's the backup, and uh, he will get the start if Trubisky can't go. A decent backup to have, but that's who it's going to be. But you're jumping on the Lions too, huh, Jim? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Detroit as well and grab those points, yep. Let's finish up Sunday Night Football. Another game you can hear on 1700 The Champ. The Vikings and the Packers. What do you got here? Um, I really liked Green Bay when this when this thing first came out. And then I watched the Chicago uh, Vikings game. But Green Bay's defense is not the Bears' defense. And so I think the Vikings and I think the, the Packers right now, the Jimmy Graham's thumb, all this stuff that's that's going on with them. I think it'll be an entertaining game, but I think the Vikings win it, and I believe they cover the three and a half. Jimmy B going to lay the three and a hook. I'll go on the other side. Aaron Rodgers' last stand. Give me the Packers plus the three and a hook. With that, we are out of here. Brinson, have a great turkey day. You too, my brother. And don't forget, everybody, we'll be back on Monday, bright and early. (laughs) I love saying that. Right here on 1700 The Champ. Tiki and Tyranny, every weekday from 2 to 4 p.m., analyzing the day's top stories and interviewing the biggest names in sports. 1700, The Champ. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. It's the ultimate Black Friday sale at JCPenney. Get there at 2 p.m. Thursday for a chance to get 10 off 10, 100 off 100, or even 500 off $500 with a limited-time coupon giveaway. Hurry in for special deals like $20 select diamond studs, pendants, and rings, and 50% off select toys. JCPenney, style and value for all. $10 coupon and pricing valid 1122 to 1123. $100 and $500 coupons valid 1122 to 1224. Valid in-store only while supplies last. Must be 18 or older. Store hours may vary. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We brew Boston lager inefficiently. Expensive imports, faster, efficient, and cheap. We age Sam Adams for more than a month and use only heirloom hops. Glorious inefficiency in every sip. The Boston beer can be Boston mass. Save the flavor responsibly. No, no, no. Everywhere I go, I hear no. no. It's even November, but not this month. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. I'm asking Des Moines to say yes during my Yes Member sales event. Say yes to a nicer, newer car. Say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your trade say yes, yes even if you've had credit problems in the past get up to 4500 bucks more than appraised value during yes fember don't let the others tell you no we're giving bad credit the bird <laughs> my one and only for the people credit approval process is like butter because we're on a roll baby we take out the mess and the stress and just say yes to you so say yes to a nicer newer car say yes for up to 4500 bucks more for your old clunker say yes even if you've heard no in the past but hurry this offer ends after the first 75 people gobble up a nicer newer car i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Vehicle purchase price effects actual trade allowance. All terms. 